Welcome to this week's episode of Raising Nashville. I'm Bucky. Juice box. Oh boy. <laughs> Did you need to get some water before we started? Yeah, you okay? No, I was I was just finishing up this cupcake. Well, th- <laughs> this week we have a uh, episode for you parents out there that might suffer from a few different things. And <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say one of them, you know, might be uh, fear or anxiety or um, there's a couple of different emotions you think about when you think of the uh, kind of difficult road to navigate, which is the nutrition for your children. Um, you know, what we're feeding them, what uh, our schools are feeding them, mm-hmm. what they're eating when they're at friends' houses. Yep. And uh, we wanted to get kind of dive into the subject for you parents out there that have small children or grown children. And you either want to reflect back or prepare for uh, the part where you have to keep your children alive and fed up yeah. until they can do it themselves. Right. Which, yeah. from what we've learned, is about 21 years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping it's 18. But yeah, yeah, for some more than others, I think. I, I want to jump in and say it's even beyond just about for your kids. It's about for yourself, too. Because let's face it, there's a lot of pe- adults out there that are still pretty poor eaters. Yeah, that's We're, true. And I, I would love to know you guys' definition. Uh, just to just to preface this for our listenership out there, um, we discussed this subject and what we were going to cover, but we really didn't get into it. So when I hear words like... Uh, nutrition. N- <laughs> nutrition or... <laughs> health. Uh, health, yeah. Um, Vegetables. I, I feel like I'm being attacked uh, <laughs> just because of my current diet. And actually not current. It's always been there. Okay, I, well, tell us what your diet is. Well, no. I, I want to get into some of the, the facts and history before we start talking about what I consume on a daily basis and what my children and family consumes. Did well, you think this was really like some sort of intervention or something? Like I, I in the back of my mind, I'm not going to lie. I thought you guys were going to try to corner me today. Well, <laughs> so you were really speaking to yourself about uh, suffering from fear and anxiety. No, over, no, 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 no. Well, it kind of sounds like it. Well, I just wanted to do that for the people out there. I'm more speaking of my, my decisions uh, right, right. versus and, other people's decisions. Right, and your decisions uh, will be reflected onto your children, so we'll talk about that, too. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, yeah, I think we're going to call this episode this week, Are You Going to Eat That? Because <laughs> I will. Yes, yeah, I was I about to say, that's probably going to be my answer. <laughs> and uh, we're going to kind of just dive into um, how obesity has gone up um, about four, uh, like four hundred percent or something since the seventies, and there's like cert- there's no one reason why, but there is um, some trends that kind of follow the obesity rate. So right. it's like you can kind of draw certain conclusions from it. But again, like I said, there's no one reason, and and there's a lot of like counterpoints to a lot of these points we'll be making too. So you know, make your own judgment. But we're just kind of trying to talk about it and make get. Get it in your mindset if you're not already thinking about it. Right. Yeah. Collectively bring it all together and uh, yeah, talk about nutrition and how to how to promote healthy living. You ever guys have ever seen like movies and TV shows where <clears throat> when something uh, that you know gives you a good lift off of your chest happens and they wipe their brow from the sweat and everything? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
if if you guys out there can can comprehend this, that is what just happened to me. As soon as you went down the obesity route, I was like, well, this might not be too bad for me. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't I don't know where I thought I really thought you were going to make some weird Star Wars. No, uh, not this week, not, not this week. week. But um, analogy, all right, good. And it's it's got to reflect on our country as well. It does um, because it does, yeah. we are. On average, a larger country uh, statistically than than others. So, okay, let's just jump in with a quick little history here. Um, like, I've looked at some stats. I didn't go way far back. Just basically to like the '60s is kind of some of the stuff when I when I guess that's when some of the the scientists or whoever started following some of these trends and tracking some of this stuff. That's when Nabisco started. Is it really? No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. No. So, that, is, that was the surge of fast food and the downfall of America. Because when I think back before the 60s, I think of my grandmother's time, and they were just growing stuff in their backyard, and that's what they ate. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what I feel like. Exactly. You know? Well, yeah, well, we're going to talk about that, preservatives and food and stuff like that, and it's not how there's studies about that. Um, anyway, in the 60s to 70s, about 4% of kids were considered overweight or obese. It's a very low percentage. So, And that's, you know... there's a gray area between what is obesity and what is considered overweight. So I think, you know, we won't get into that too much, but anyway, from 4% in the sixties and seventies to like the turn of the century, you know, two thousands, it went up to 16%. Okay. So 16% of kids and that's 16% of kids are obese. There's another like 15% of kids that are considered overweight, right. which is, like I said, it's a gray area. You could be like one pound overweight or something be considered that. So in total, that's about 30% of all kids in America are considered obese to overweight. Yep. Yeah, that's overwhelming. I, that's I mean, like, it's not over. I mean, you can see it on a daily basis. I for mean, you, well, the way I, in my head, the way I picture it is, is do you remember the hockey team from the NES game hockey? Yeah, and there's three yeah. people. Oh, there's yeah. a real skinny one. There's a middle dude, and then there's a big dude. That's one third. The, that's America. That's true. The big dude was the crusher. <laughs> so one third of America crushers. Yes, and if we, uh, if my family was considered on that, we would be on the opposite end of the spectrum. I the, would say the skinny ones. Yeah, yeah, they're real fast and elusive. Okay. <laughs> All right. Are we still talking about ice hockey? I think so. Okay. So anyway, there's a, I mean, there's a big spike starting in the late 80s. It's honestly like, it's it's when our parents, I hate to say this, it's kind of when the, our parents' generation just straight sold us out and started like marketing straight to kids. Like oh, yeah. that, the mid 80s is when that stuff like just really started to ramp up. Cereals, happy sodas, meals. Happy Meal, toy everything. commercials. Well, yeah, but we're talking more like just about like food in general here. Okay. But yeah, toys also. Um, Oh yeah. So that's when that really started to ramp up and they started like targeting these ads at us. So that's when like soda consumption went up, like processed food consumption went up, you know, just junk, like cookies, candy, all this stuff. That's just nothing but sugar basically. (laughs) But jolt cola. But I mean, think about, think about all the, the cartoon mascots that promote sugary bullshit, like the tricks bunny, that fucking leprechaun, that, um, so that would be the equivalent to the '70s Marlboro Man, and the reason that yeah, uh, yeah. there's a lot yeah. of smoking, yeah, yeah. You know, increase. I yeah. mean, exactly. And, and Joe then, Camel, exactly. Uh, yeah, 
Um, so we, so basically, what you just said is we are the first fucked generation uh, as far as nutrition goes. I mean, more or less, because like you said, it's like you know your grandmother grew vegetables in her backyard. Like my grandparents grew be- vegetables in their backyard. Like when I remember when I was a ki- young kid, my dad had like a big garden out back. Like it was something that you just used to do. Like you would just grow vegetables for yourself. You sure. Know? And and let me say this. I mean, there are still a lot of people I know out there doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, for sure, it's just not as prevalent as it once was. Sure. Yeah. It's not a necessity. Now it's more of a hobby. Right. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Everything. Food is more accessible, and that's one of the re- That's one another one of the things they. A contributor. Yeah, a contributor is just the accessibility of food now. It, it didn't used to be easy to get so much stuff all the time. I mean, you can go to Kroger's. Granted, you know what, whatever Kroger or Publix or whatever you go to, what Ralph's, wherever you're listening to this at. Ralph's. That's out west. Okay. Yeah. Never uh, heard of a Ralph's. I mean, it's like anything. You can get strawberries year-round. You can get kiwi year-round. You can get avocados year-round. You can get anything that you want year-round. Yeah, sure. It's so – and I mean, they and, and think about where they sell food. They sell food everywhere. You go into a gas station, man, they got snacks. It's I mean, yep. it's – snack food, I think, is a big – I feel like it made a big presence in the 80s, too, is, yeah. uh, you know, frosted donut. You walk into a gas station, it's donuts, chips. Mountain oh, Dew. Sour yep. Patch Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> So we've I mean, all but got it, our weakness. It's all right there. It's all compulsory. Um, and and I think there's something in our heads when you eat something that's bad for you. It's uh, it's rewarding in a way. And we didn't really have a choice, you know. I mean, this is what our parents allowed us to have these things. They bought them for us. They made it easy. I remember growing up. I mean. I don't want to throw my mom under the bus here, but I'm pretty sure we ate Taco Bell for dinner like at least one night a week. Well, sure. Um, because it was easy for them. Yeah. And it also became a lot more strenuous for parents because they're working more and they're, you know, you're trying to keep up with the Joneses, so to speak, and continue to make money and work harder. And I think some of, I think the three of us in this room still have that gene in us. And we do work very hard. So we look for convenience anywhere we can get it. In the 80s, like, there was more two-parent working. Both parents were working. That was becoming more normal. Mm -hmm. So, like, there was less time for there to be a homemaker, whether it be the mom or dad or whatever, staying at home, making these dinners, like, getting all this stuff ready. Like, it's just, like you said, it's about convenience. And it was the same thing for us. I mean, once a week we did, like, pizza night. Like, ordered pizza, you know, same same difference. Every time I think of pizza in the 80s, I think of, like, one of the opening scenes from E.T. Like, I love that scene where they're in the the house and they're all eating eating the pizza together it's like yeah. when he first discovers et it's just they, that's just home to me i mean that's like those you know right. commercials that's, that's what know? we grew up with that yeah is, that is exactly what we grew Pepsi up with Pepsi and uh yeah. dominoes you you're, know you're absolutely that's right. an awesome night it was a great night for a kid but yeah. we also didn't have a choice to uh make on that because like you said a little bit earlier tv and commercials told us that that was a great night for kids. Yeah. Sure. You just embraced it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you promote. I mean, all these fast food places popped up. It's cheap. It's convenient. Yeah. Uh, parents have less time. It's being, it, it's being uh, broadcast to you that that's what you should do constantly. So, you know, fast food, McDonald's, you know, Taco Bell, all that stuff. So it's, well, a, it's a huge factor. Yeah. And then once, once they get you in there, you know, it's like, that, that's another big thing. Like one, in addition to people eating more fast food, you know, they just made a so like you just kind of said, they just made a soda go hand in hand with that. So yeah. that sugar consumption just went through the roof too, like in the eighties. Yeah. And then and as and that's when it was introduced and then consumption size has has 
risen too. So quantity. So now, you know, they, they, the whole biggie size me thing, you know, getting extra larges. I mean, shit, man, you got to Taco Bell and get a drink, man. They give you the, the freaking half gallon. Yeah. Yep. Here, here's the bucket. McDonald's does that too. If like you go and get a Coke, like sometimes I'm sorry, like McDonald's still has one of the best. It's the best Cokes. Coke. Yeah. Like you go there and get a dollar Coke and there you what pull up. It's like giant Coke. Yeah. You have to specify yeah. a small. Yeah. Well, they're, they're I know like, they're all, sure? they're all a dollar. So I'm like, yeah, I want a medium exactly. Coke. And she said, honey, you can get a double extra large <laughs> for the same price. You and got I'm like, upsold. I don't want that. But then they make you feel like you're like, you'd be dumb not to get this much soda. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> If you put it that way. With that being said, I've been off soda uh, for a year and a half, which is gets very good can for we, me. Can we give you a, a That pause? is something that consumed my life when I was a child. Me too. Um, me, me too. Me, my brother and I probably, we put Coke in business, I feel like, in yeah. the 80s. Like, I really do. I mean, we drank so much damn soda. But, I mean, we didn't know any better either, right? That was yeah. just the way it was. But Yeah, and, if you are going to drink soda, don't drink Coke because they're like the number one polluting company in like the world or something like man. that. Like they are, man, don't tell me awful. that. Yeah. You know what I did? So we, we don't let our kid drink soda, right? But the um, And I've been off soda, I think now, I don't know. I, I drink it occasionally. But the sure. uh, we only drink it at Christmas. Mm-hmm. And like I'll get a coke and I'll be like, hey, you know, is it just because of polar bears? And and does this go back to Holy ad- ads? Kinda, yeah. it probably yeah. does. Well, actually, it goes back to uh, my mom. She said for Christmas they never they didn't grow up with coke. The only time they got coke was Christmas, and I thought that was pretty cool. So yeah, I, that's why I'm I bring it around Christmas and we play Mario. So far, what we're saying is like you know we were the generation that are rats in a maze, and the uh, marketing companies, which probably made you know. Like the show's Mad Men, this is what it turned into. Yeah, it's yeah. like you were a guerrilla strategic marketer in the 80s and you were going to sell as much of this uh, triangle shaped chip that you possibly can. Oh, are you, you talking know? about pizzerias? <laughs> no, oh, but that, I, forgot I forgot about, about those. Damn, those, are, those are good. Yeah, those are well, great. I was, I was referring to Doritos. Oh, um, yeah. Also delicious. Yeah, also good. Yeah. See, so, that's a chip marketing worked on oof. me in the 80s, man. I have a chip addiction. I, I've i got issues, man. I I love candy. They they got me with candy and chips. Sure. And all of it, really. So we were the test market for all of this, basically. Our mm-hmm. generation, if you were born in the late 70s, early 80s, um, we were the first generation to go through this. And now... I mean, well, there was targeting to, or marketing towards kids before that, but just well, not yeah. as prevalent. And then also television became more of like a normal right. thing too so i don't want to say that we're the first generation to be marketed towards but heavily marketed towards yes yes so what we are trying to do today on this podcast is to let you know that we've been through it so one that makes us experts because we've covered that on this podcast before okay. uh, and two uh we want to see if uh you guys out there have learned from the mistakes that you live through um and are trying to make a better future for your children in regards to their nutrition Right. Yeah, I'm just going to jump into it. Like one of the things is, you know, people are trying to people are conscious about what they're trying to feed their kids, but they're also being severely misled by marketing and by like package labeling because it, for some reason there's very loose regulations I guess through the FDA about 
what a package can say. Like it could say all natural if there's like nothing natural in it. Oh boy, and I were talking about this before yeah. before the podcast. Like juice, they could say like contains juice, and it could literally be like one percent of some sort of juice. You right? Know? Like, yeah. It could say hundred yeah, percent apple juice. It contains or, contains real fruit, and it could be like such a small percentage of actual fruit. Yeah. And it might not even be the fruit that's. No, it most likely, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it's all, it's all very misleading. And then people, you know, I don't know about you guys. Like we grew up drinking juice thinking mm-hmm. that was good. It's like, oh, it's apple juice. That's good for you. No, there's so much sugar in that. It's like ridiculous. You'd be better off drinking Coke. So, and well, I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Let's uh, jump to conclusions. I think we talked about this yesterday. It, it's, um, it's not distraction. What what did I say it was? It's, a, it's misleading. misleading. It's misleading you. Uh, when McDonald's releases a salad, uh, all uh, of a sudden McDonald's has a healthy option until you find out what's in that salad. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure all of the lettuce in that salad is just sugar and they, <laughs> they molded together. Yeah. Well, it's always iceberg lettuce, which is like, you know, the worst lettuce. And then it's just like piled with bacon and ranch and chicken or something. Exactly. Yeah. There's no nutritional value in the lettuce anyway, but, but yeah. McDonald's has a salad. Right. Have you ever had, had it? Uh, I have not. No. <laughs> man, we should have got that and sampled it on this. Yeah. Uh, ooh, I don't know, man. I would have thought it was, I probably think it was really good. Um, it looks good. So anyway, yeah, mm. I just like juice is a really bad one. Like other, you know, fruit snacks or stuff like that, like have really no nutritional value, but they're marketed that they do somewhat have nutritional right. value. Oh, like Mott's, Mott's all natural fruit snacks made oh, from that, real organic fruit. Get that Mott shit out of here. We have they an got entire the worst case fruit of Mott's at our house. Right I'll tell you now. the best fruit snacks are the ones for a dollar at Kroger's, the generic brand, the that, sharks. They look like sharks. Oh, they're great. That is just sugar and food color. I yeah, don't care. Exactly. <laughs> just I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. I love them. So kids are watching more TV and are glued to phones and, and are on screens, which we've covered before also. But it also correlates to um, obesity and unhealthy living because kids are just sitting around instead of outside playing, outside doing things. Uh, other environmental, I think, factors are the fact that um, kids used to walk to school. And Did you ever walk to school? Uh, I did walk to school. Uh, I, to I walked to school schools. my whole entire like, career. career Dang. Until, I got a, until I got a car. Dang. All right. So, like, or, I did, I'm sorry, until someone I knew got a car. Yeah. I walked to school a little bit, but most of the time I was, I was bus. So, like, that's, that's more common now, I think, is that uh, kids. Well, see, my parents lied about our address, so I could <laughs> walk to school. Um, so we lived in the neighborhood right next to the school. And for some reason, I was supposed to go somewhere else in town. Mm. And uh, yeah, we could have been for we could have been friends for longer if that would happen. <laughs> if you think about that, <laughs> this is just a quick uh, a quick side note. The reason that uh, walking to school and biking to school is less common now is due to killer clowns that came out in the eighties. That oh, the movie, sharp, not an actual thing. Sharp, sharp decline in uh, letting your kids go anywhere. Okay. Yep, just heads up. Um, other things, we kind of talked about this. Um, sociocultural, food is a reward. You know, hey, finish your, mm, yeah. finish all, eat all, clean your plate and you'll get this freaking donut or whatever it is. Sure. So it's, you're using food as a reward and you got to think about like the way our culture views food too. We have eating contests, which is grotesque. We, I mean, we do, we we value food, you know, uh, Super Bowl parties and things like that. It's just a huge food fest, and it's 
mostly unhealthy foods. But yeah, but you're not going to go into a party where they're making like you know, come over to this party. We're serving salad tonight. No, exactly. No, you know, I mean you're exactly right, and that's fine. Like I, I'm not saying that all this junk food just needs to be like go away or anything. It just it needs to be done in moderation. And I think the bigger thing is just be more mindful what you're eating or what you're feeding your kids. On a day-to-day basis. I've got this friend, and I think all of us, actually, we all share this friend together. uh, And I I thought it was funny. So he's on this very heavy workout regimen, and he eats very healthily, right? So he prepares his meals at the beginning of the week. Are you talking about me? No, I'm not talking about you. Uh, And he uh, often said, you know, on certain times when I go over his house, and he would have some Taco Bell or a Subway sandwich or something like that, and he would call it junking out. And it always offended me because that's pretty much what I eat all the time, um, (laughs) is what he considers junking out. I lived with this uh, friend. Yeah. And and yeah, I junked out with him a lot. <laughs> he would always hit you me up. You just call it eating, though. Right. He calls like, it junking hey, out. I'm going to go junk out. You want to eat? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do. Um, so, so hold, other- on, hold on. All right. Let me keep going. Hold on. So there's some other things uh, like you hit upon earlier, family. You, you know, it, it, when growing up, you don't choose your diet. Your parent does. Um, exactly. So that's that's very, that's very. Um, so if you're a parent out there and listening to this, it's on you. Um, well, I actually. think that's that's what's like caused to this jump. Like, you know, we've learned poor eating habits from our parents, or our parents taught us to eat. I'm not saying everybody, you know, but just like things have gotten less healthy as we've gotten older, and we've just like continued on, you know, passing that down to our just kids. saying yeah. it's okay. Uh, and that is what what when I said at the beginning of uh, this episode was it causes fear and anxiety, and you know, am I doing this right? Yeah, and. Uh, that can be a scary thing. So, yes, uh, scary. I, th- I think. I, th- I think though that a lot of this is intuitive. Also, you know that if you're at McDonald's, you should probably eat that salad, right? <laughs> <laughs> You, if you know you're at McDonald's, just just admit it. You're at McDonald's. No, I know. Get the number two. You're right. Ketchup only. Yeah. I, I think and go to town. I think most people know what they're eating and if it's healthy or not. And I think I think most people know vegetables, whole vegetables, whole fruits, um, some form of protein is is healthy. Sure. And that they know what's unhealthy. They know that chips, candy, snack food, and refined sugars, anything with preservatives, like package. those are the those yeah. are the killers, you know. So packaged. I, I meals. got so bad at it that there is now a list on the side of my refrigerator at home when I'm packing Asher's lunch for the day mm. that has four different things that I need to put into his lunch. Um, and I'll be the first to admit it. Like I, I, I said this a little bit earlier, you guys kind of went down the obesity route. Um, our family well at least right now both of my children are extremely thin and it's one of them it's getting to the point of you know almost scary and so i don't want to play that obesity factor what i want to play as a parent out there and i am the voice for every one of you parents that do not have time or do not think you have enough time to sit down and and actually uh you know, comprehend what you're buying. You know, like you said earlier, the packaging says all all organic, all yeah, natural. I'm all, just going to buy it. You it's know, very misleading, and I'm not going to look into it. Uh, I'm the I'm the parent out there that just I don't even if it says organic or all natural, I'm probably not buying it. Um, 
And here's the reason. Because it's more expensive? <laughs> it says no yeah. trans fats. Fuck no. Yeah, because it's more expensive. No, because it's not good. And <laughs> let, let's be honest. It's just not. And I have extremely thin children right now, and all we want to do is get them to eat. So if eating is a Pop-Tart, yes, they eat can the eat that. If eating is Go-Gurt, they can eat that. If eating is uh, Goldfish, if eating is Cheerios, if eating is, you know, all right. of these things that society tells me I should not be putting in my children, if I can put food in them, that is my end game, and right. that is goal. You right. know, we still cook, my wife still cooks dinner three nights a week. You know, we're eating spaghetti tonight, we're having like homemade chicken and dumplings and things like that, but my kids are not going to eat that, and they're not going to eat more than a few bites and it's going to turn into a fight and it's going to say you know you can't get up until you eat we're going to be there 45 minutes later and then i might go to spake route no i'm not going to go to spake route it's just food uh but it's a struggle every night to get them to eat and you got to find that pocket of what they like right while thinking about nutrition somewhat so you find a few different food items then you feed them that and then that ends it's every three days you're eating the same damn thing so I get your struggle. I, yeah. I, I do. I um, understand it too. I think you just have to kind of be mindful. And when you're trying to get them to eat something, you got to introduce some things that are not just like processed, like junk yeah. foods. Like, cause of course they're going to be drawn to the processed junk food. Cause it tastes better. Yeah. Just like I am. I mean, I, I, I would rather eat Taco Bell than anything else. Yeah, exactly. But I know that you, you, it's, it's healthy choices. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on the, on the struggle of getting your kids to try new things and to get them to eat, eat what you've made. Cause we go through it too. I mean, my child, I made a, a list of likes and dislikes and like what she likes, what she'll eat and how we have to kind of deal with that. But it can't be damn chicken nuggets every damn night. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But that's true. But at the same time, it extends to restaurants and taking your family out to a restaurant. True. I can't tell you how much money I've spent on food that has gone uneaten at every restaurant we go to. At home, it goes, you know, it goes uneaten. And that's just a lot of money that we're continuing spending. So now when we go to restaurants, we have to be strategic. Is he going to eat tonight or are we just going to put this bowl right. of chips and salsa in front of him and let him go to town? You're pleading with him like, look, I, do you want this grilled cheese, this chicken nugget? Because I'm about to pay $9 for this grilled cheese. Yeah. If you're not going to eat it, I don't want to spend $9 on it. Well, that's why we named this episode, uh, are you going to eat that? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think it, it is a struggle because my kid naturally likes some of the unhealthier stuff. We, we're we've gotten pretty lucky. She does like vegetables. She loves fruit. She likes fruit is an exception for children. I would say that right. All it's kids sweet. like fruit. It's got good sugar. sugar um, yeah, but it, it, she likes some healthy stuff. She likes some bad stuff. So we try to and something I always do. No matter what we're eating, I'm like, hey, you need to take three bites of this. Yeah. Or like, you need to try my food. Um, and okay. she doesn't like it, but I'm like, you need to try this spicy uh, fried chicken. Sure. <laughs> or whatever. You but know, the, I mean, the older and, and <laughs> strap on. What I've learned is, uh, God, <laughs> oh, uh, what I've learned uh, over the the years is it's also a visual thing for kids. Like, you know, if I sit Asher down and we sit something down that he's never seen before and say, try this, he just looks at it. He's like, no, like, and it's, it goes so far as some kids are so picky that, you know, if his, if his cheese quesadilla has a couple of spots of maybe pepper or burn on the side, it's like, it doesn't look like it did before. And that Hmm. becomes 
an argument. Um, yeah. So I like old boy's route of, you know, saying you need to take three bites of this at an earlier age. I don't think we caught him early enough. Yeah. Um, well, you hope, you know, you hope that he'll grow out of it. I, I think, I think I was less of a picky eater than my brother and he, I think grew out of it. He was, he was like plain cheeseburger every time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like we like he, growing up, he'd go to a Mexican restaurant, and order chicken nuggets because right. that is like the cardinal or sin quesadilla. It, you know what I mean? But it was always yeah. plain Jane. And I think, I, I think I probably was at the beginning too, but I, at some point I got, I, I grew out of it and I think he did too. So it's just, you just gotta, I remember eating just not a lot. Um, I remember getting the smallest portions on like family dinners or whatever, just so I could get done eating to go back to playing. Right. And then I also remember my mom making me sit down there and try squash. And I would do the whole regurgitation, you know, chunk from the Goonies, like that yeah. and act like that just so I can act <laughs> like it's paining me. So I wouldn't have to eat anymore. And th- yeah, that that's when you begin lying in life. That's what I've learned is mm-hmm. when you're faking that this is doing this to you. I wonder, because my kid right now likes vegetables. I, dude, I grew up liking vegetables. Like, I don't, I yeah. don't know what. It, I mean, that's how I remember it. Maybe yeah. I'm mis- misremembering it, but we had broccoli and like carrots and like all the, you know, yeah. all your staples like all the time with dinner. I mean, there are things I didn't like, which is and taste change too, because there are things I know I didn't like as a kid that I do like now. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And uh, I still don't like tomatoes. Really? No, dude. I will take all your tomatoes or squash. I mean, I, broccoli, green beans, anything that was green, I really liked. Collard yeah. greens, like I, I, I liked all greens. Plus, with vegetables, you can salt and pepper them. So as a kid yeah you know that's that's one way to you know stomach through what you is going down hmm. um was what salt. about mashed potatoes uh if they have gravy in them i would oh. do mashed potatoes but not plain mashed potatoes rice white uh, rice no br- uh, fried rice is good and you said cauliflower's out no cauliflower. Oh, man, cauliflower is the bar. All right, so yeah. what we're discussing out there, for those of you who don't know, is I have a – is it an affinity? Is that mm. – no, Is it, it's the opposite of that. An aversion? We talked about this on last week's podcast. Did we really? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember that. Hey, yeah, I've got the, a follow-up to last week's podcast. <laughs> I still don't like white stuff. okay so you're saying samantha has likes and dislikes yeah you want me to give you some i want you to give me some because i also have a very extensive list of what your kids should not be eating and i'm going to ask you guys if they are currently eating these things okay all right so my list is a a combination of healthy and unhealthy i'm just going to tell you what she likes i'll tell you what she doesn't like sure uh she likes avocado she loves sushi we got real lucky there she'll eat sushi um Hmm. pizza cheese only obviously pepperoni pizza um, makes her butt itch she says and it's the weirdest <laughs> it's the weirdest thing it's like i mean from from like two years old she's like no i don't like pepperoni it makes my butt itch well, like she the spiciness pepper- of pepperoni is that I, what it like she gets a like like eating hot, maybe uh, hot chicken yeah she's not yeah. gonna like that bolton's thing um mac and cheese she likes most fruits and vegetables i mean there we really don't have problems there that and that's great and i hope that doesn't change but i think it will when she gets a little older. How did macaroni and cheese? I feel like that's like kind of classified as a vegetable to some people, but there's nothing vegetable about. No, Kraft did a hell of a job when we were kids. Kraft <laughs> yeah. came in. They were like, "Look, we want to spend all this ad money. You put it on every Saturday morning cartoon show, 
and pumping. everybody wants mac and cheese. You're right. I don't yeah. know anybody who doesn't like mac and exactly. cheese. Exactly, dude. Mm. I went to a restaurant in Dixon yesterday, in downtown Dixon, that had mac and cheese on top of French fries. Oof. Oh wow! I did not order it, but I thought about it heavily. That's. I mean, I could say that is a universal American food is mac and cheese. Um, she also likes. Uh, chicken nuggets. We talked about chicken fry, French fries. Of course, we don't make them at home, but she, you know, if she's out and about, yeah. scrambled eggs. She does like bacon cereal. We've we did a lot of sugary cereal. Cereal's a tough one, man. That there's so many bad cereals. Right. So we've gotten her back. So we've we've kind of outlawed the bad stuff, and now we're just back on to Cheerios, which we. Cereals have so much added sugar. Right. And sure. it's like refined, like the bad sugar. It's and not right. like natural sugar. That's the same as those packaging we were talking about where it says all organic or, you know, uh, those things. Heart healthy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, healthy, organic. Um, Low cholesterol. When we were kids, they told us that like Raisin Bran was like the healthy cereal. And that yeah. shit is not healthy. Yeah. I love Raisin Bran. I think it's great. I, I do too, actually. But it's because of all the sugar. So yeah. let me go through uh, a list really quick. And I'm going to ask you guys because this is what parents out there probably want to know is, hey, is somebody else out there feeding their children these things uh, on a daily or weekly basis? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to ask you guys because I know – Juicebox and Dana, you guys go way more of the healthy route. As seen yesterday when we did a dual babysitting, meaning we babysitted their child uh, for a few hours, and then they, in turn, when they got back, babysitted ours. Uh, And Juicebox and Dana bring over this Tupperware for uh, Barrett's lunch, and it has, like, you know, this good-looking chicken. It's got broccoli. It's got sweet potatoes in it. And all of this looks organic and natural and prepared at home. So uh, we it comes lunchtime. We're feeding Bear. He eats all of it up. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what our kids ate. Um, then they both <laughs> then they went down for a nap, and then uh, Levon gets up. And by this time, we had made the switch, and we were out, and they were watching our kids. And uh, my wife Stephanie gets a text from Dana saying, "Hey, is it okay to give Levon a pop tart?" And I, you know, my immediate reaction was Stephanie was like, "Well, yeah, like that's what he eats." Like, and I don't know, it's a bad comparison but you guys are healthy i feel like old boy you and uh stephanie kind of go middle down the middle of the road i feel like she's the healthy one and for sure not healthy for sure what what gave it away that burrito the sour patch kids kids are mentioned on every podcast that we do okay so with that said i want to go through a few of these things and see if you have in the past or are currently feeding your children any of these things right and these are things that we should not be feeding our children currently. Let's see. The first one, Happy Baby Superfood Puffs. Um, I don't know what that is. We fed our kid like puffs. puffs. Yeah. yeah. Puffs are some... just like a thing you do yeah. when, when they're little because they can it dissolves in their mouth. Yeah. It's like the first thing. Like, and it helps them learn how to like pick up food. Right. Yeah. We, all right, did, so we yeah. did too. All so right. is that bad? It's bad. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, goldfish. I eat more than she does, but yes. Yes. We, I'm, no, You're we're, not, not, we're not really up to... I mean, he's had goldfish a few times, like at school and stuff, I think. But we don't give... Let me let me say this. They they probably give him goldfish at school, because I know they give him junk food there, but we, yeah, do, we it's do gotta not. Be, it's got to be bad, right? And some of these you'll be excluded from just because uh, yeah, of their age. Yeah, yeah. All right. Kel- uh, is it bad? Uh, it's bad. Uh, <laughs> all of these are bad. This is, I, th- you're oh. describing my diet. No, Eggo waffles. 
Yes. For us, it's 100%. Eggo yes. specifically or... On. Yeah, Kellogg's Eggo egg okay. waffles. Because yes. we, we do get the frozen waffles, but they're like usually whole grain, which is probably also misleading. Like, I need to look deeper into that package. Yes, probably. we do. Ritz Bits peanut butter cracker sandwich things. Eh, not uh, as much. No. Uh, ketchup. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of we do, we do ketchup. Levon has this thing where he just now just dips his finger into ketchup, and he yeah. won't eat anything else on the plate. Yeah, it's, he's a kid. Yeah, yeah, ketchup. Ketchup has a ton of sugar in it. Um, handy snacks, premium breadsticks and cheese. I don't think we eat these anymore. Mm. The the things where you had the two little the container had the little cheese on the side and the little sticks oh on the other God. side. Oh my God, I wanted those so bad as a kid, but my mom would never buy them. But I would just man. So those are bad. Um, and here's another one that was big for us up until, I'd say, this year. Uh, so up until he was eight years old, Lunchables. It could be the worst thing on oh, the planet man, for yeah, children. Those are terrible. That's uh, another thing. God, that marketing of Lunchables brainwashed right. us all. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like it was 30% great. sodium in that. Well, and it was just like trash. It wasn't even really that good. It's like you could get like better cheese and lunch hold, meat just like. Hold your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Lunchables. And don't you, but no, my kid does. Don't well, you absolutely. Confused. Lunchables was a, uh, a popular wave of, you know, a food that they introduced into the market so much so that now we call charcuterie boards adult Lunchables. That, like, I mean, that right? That is, man. Isn't that crazy? Yes. That, that it's, That's it's, crazy. Hold up. Old boy, did you eat the pizza Lunchable? No. No, okay. no, no, no. I was like, I'm going to flip this table over right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> no uh, okay. Vehement No. Here, here's here's something I have to admit that oh, no. uh, she got home earlier with a bunch of groceries today, and there were two pizza lunchables in there. Asher oh. loves them. Wow. What? How? I don't know. It's like the nachos lunchables too. I just don't get it. Um, Maybe he's trading yeah. them at school. You know, there's no microwave cards. at their school either. So I think if you had a pizza well, lunchable, I, it has to go in a microwave, right? I don't think so. I think you're supposed to eat it cold. That was the thing that was always. Just disgusting Ugh, to me. That yeah. I mean, I, I can eat cold pizza, but the, uh, that's not. I've plus, never. I think if them. you heat up a lunchable, it'll turn into like a different element or something. There, it's it's so processed. Turn into the fly. <laughs> Did you always go for the lunchable that had like the Capri Sun and the? Uh, no, no. The, get that. Uh, no, I didn't need the Capri Sun. I just need the damn. I think it was all about the dessert for me. Yeah, there was like a candy bar or something. In there was there? a candy bar in one, uh, but the vanilla cr- crackers that was the worst one. Um, all right, so a f- few more Nabisco's Teddy Grahams. No, yeah, I think they give them that at school. Yeah, and that's something we need to cover too. Barnum, Barnum and Bailey's Animal Crackers. No, oh, man. Not as much. We She's, don't, but man, I ate a lot of those as a kid. Yeah. Gogurt. No. No. The Go-Gurt we, do, pouch, we do Gogurt on Is that Gogurt specifically? Like yeah, that, yeah. If it's any type of flavored yogurt, it's got a ton of sugar in it. But it's it, plain, regular old yogurt is. Yogurt is one of those weird ones. Like, yeah, you're saying Gogurt is bad, I guess, because it has a lot of extra sugar. But I feel like there has to be some sort of healthy yogurts. Because, like, that was one of the things our doctor, like, recommend giving them. Greek kid, yogurt? You know? Is that healthy yogurt? Like plain, just because it's Greek. I don't know. Plain. Greek yogurt has, like, a ton of saturated fat in it, I think, or some kind of, like, it's not, it's okay for you, but not great. All right, here's uh, here's one we touched on earlier. Mott's Medley's fruit-flavored snacks. Uh, obviously, we've covered that. Here's one that, that I think a lot of is, parents uh, out there... Is Fruit by the Foot on that list? Oh, it's been on here twice. Okay. Hold on. Um, <laughs> I just didn't read it. Here's one that I think a lot of parents out there think is actually healthy for your children and is probably part of a lot of kids' diets uh, out there right now is Honeymade Graham Crackers. 
Um, mm. We have those in our house all the time. In fact, everything that I've read so far, we feed our children probably on a consistent weekly yeah, we've, basis. We've got a lot of that in there. Fig Newtons. No. No, but <laughs> I, think, I can see how those are terrible. I think Fig Newtons died. Uh, definitely Pop Tarts is on here, which uh, we have a bad problem with that. Oreos. I yeah. feel like that's a no brainer. Uh, if you think Oreos aren't bad for you, then you're just you're I, yeah. you got no chance. Capri Sun, obviously. I no, mean, if you we don't can't do see something in a pouch, we've done that in the past with the older one. I don't. We've maybe given Levon a Capri Sun or two. Um, Let me jump in real quick about that. You know, one of the studies said keep your kids away from like sugary drinks. They don't. They recommend the American Heart Association recommends that no more than eight ounce of sugar sweetened drink per week. Per week? Per week. Oh shit, we're so way off on that. And it's like uh, they they want you to limit their diet to twenty five grams of sugar per day. Well, let me say that there are 27 grams of sugar in one high C fruit punch little square box. I mean, yeah, um, exactly. That's, you know, three weeks worth of recommended sugar. Which is also <laughs> on drinks. this list. So our, to, to live healthily, we're, it's impossible is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, Gatorade is on this list. No, uh, orange juice, depending on like Minute Maid orange juice. No. Yeah. Uh, and Jemima, general, and I mean, Jemima syrup. No. Oh, there's so, a no? <laughs> just been saying yes to everything like agree with what you're saying mott's applesauce uh sometimes yeah yeah applesauce is big for kids kids love Mm -hmm. applesauce and it's bad it's bad um at least that kind of applesauce del monte peach cup fruit cups no yeah uh, we don't do that unless it's in gelatin, and I know that is even worse, but the kids like it. Is jello They're going to eat it. Our that's, kids love some mandarin oranges, so that's like... You know I what's know that's funny? Dude, I forgot all... Dude, you're right. We we I have to say yes. We did a lot of those. So what's those funny are, about this list is all of the things I've read off to you is kind of targeted towards kids. There's also a very scary thing on this list which is red bull and if i am the worst person I'm, i will be the first to admit that i'm the worst parent out there as far as feeding children but i would never in my right mind think of opening a red bull and allowing my children to drink it. yeah wow i think you should be like 18 before you could yeah. consume red bull well i think a big thing is you should just like limit soda consumption for your kids anyway like right sure. you know we do sprite a, and that's it yeah and you know at least let you know maybe not every day or you know a couple two days two days a week or something you know just yeah. like keep try to keep it down because that's, that's like the worst type of shit <laughs> yeah, or just wait till christmas that's like the worst type of sugar it's not easy and i'll you know it, it's not easy to be conscientious about what you're feeding your children. We've covered the fact that, you know, it's convenient and you do not have that much time. And you, you know, by the time you go to work, get up, take the kids to school, go to work, get them from school, get them a snack when they get home, you got to start cooking dinner. Then you don't have any time for yourself, right? Once you get them to bed, you're wiped out. You maybe have 45 minutes of hangout time, unless you're a night owl. Right. Um, and some nights, you know, you have to work a little bit longer or, you know, you have to go to this meeting or this event for work or something like that. And you just don't have time. So, uh, you know, don't be afraid because I'm, you know, we're still here. That's, that's how I look yeah, at it. We yeah. grew up on the shit. I, I understand all that stuff you're saying, but you got to be a little bit mindful about what you're feeding your kid. Because I feel like you're, like we talked about, you're forming their eating habits for the rest of their life. And I, I just don't think it's fair to like teach a kid to eat junk food all the time. I'm not trying to attack you. I'm, I'm just I saying know. in general, like, 
I, I just feel like you got you got to be somewhat mindful on that. Something to always, yeah, something to always keep in the back of my mind is you're not raising a kid, you're raising an adult, and and yeah, yeah. the things you're teaching them, you want them to carry it on throughout life, and it, but it's very difficult to navigate, and I get it. I'm like, dude, if you just chill for ten minutes, I'll give you a donut and a donut, okay, and it's like. Thank you. The, you know, I, the I, difference is I was at Mago's this morning getting donuts for breakfast for my family. <laughs> Dang, you should have brought some of those donuts yeah, over the here. Fuck? Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about eating healthy. You're bashing me and then you want what I got? I mean, well, my kid's not here. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a drug dealer for my sugar. Kid, my kid like knows I have a candy problem because like she's she she could eat like a small piece of candy and she's good. Like Halloween. I think she's eaten two pieces out of her Halloween thing. Mm-hmm. I've gone to town on Asher's basket. I hope he's not listening. I've picked, week. I've picked through and I'm like, this is bullshit. And, uh, and, but she's like, daddy, you know, you shouldn't eat so much candy. And I'm like, yeah. You know. So after every podcast, I always do. I go back home and I think about what we've talked about and what I've learned. Do and you? I, I do. Does it not seem like that? I don't know. I, I was... reflect, um, you know, when I'm, I'm not staring at you guys. So go back to your some, study. Maybe and... today when I go home, I'm going to think about it. And then um, I'm just going to project it on these children. Hey, we're starting to eat healthy now. So I'm going to sit down some healthy foods and force them to eat it. Try an apple. I mean, just work it in, you know. It's... By working it in, do you mean so I should, I should take a blender and put some <laughs> chocolate in it and then a bunch of vegetables and but, make them drink whatever comes out. No, no, no. It's I think again, I think it's all I think it's all intuitive. It might be difficult to make changes and make those choices, but I yeah. think really everybody knows what it takes to be healthy, I think. It's physical activity and eating vegetables and and food that's natural. Yeah. It's I, I it sounds really easy, but I know it's difficult because we have outside forces that are like eat McDonald's. It's convenient. You don't have time. So it's it, getting strategic with your children, especially like somebody like me, where I just want them to eat. I don't care what it is. Just eat something because I can see your ribs. And well, try try different try different foods that are healthy till they find something they like. Maybe. Okay, so we're gonna have a sampling then. Not a sampling. Just try something new once a week. Hey, yeah, we're gonna yeah. have. I mean, yeah, just slowly work it in. I mean, I don't, it's not about changing it immediately. And honestly, like you know, I'm not trying to. Everybody's kid is different. Like I can't. Very much. No one can give advice to anybody really about their kids. Like yep. they can just tell you what they've been through and what worked for them. So. But it begins with you, parents, promoting that healthy lifestyle. As you look me right in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I think I think I probably. I eat health as an adult. I eat healthier than I ever have, but I can eat unhealthy if I want to. Yeah, and I I have to be mindful of that too. I can just eat anything, and uh, I will probably unless die, it's white. I'll probably die a lot younger than you guys. You can eat anything unless it's white. Unless True. It's white. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the main thing I want people to take is like reduce your sugar intake and make sure your kids are getting exercise and going outside and doing stuff like those are the two biggest things that seem to be causing the most problems yep which directly goes back to our screens episode so i know there's a lot there's a lot of things you could do as a parent and you know over the course of this podcast we hope you've heard episodes about you know uh, just our advice you can take it you don't have to take it if i looked at us three i wouldn't take it Uh, (laughs) but we are just trying to sit here and let you guys know that we have consciences and we are thinking about this constantly and i know you are um so limit those screens get those kids outside you know you know when you said that video games killed your friends 
Yep. You were really kind of right in about a way. that. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're con- continuing continuing to kill my friends, and now my children and my children's friends. That sounds scary, but um, get them outside. Get them, like you said, get them exercising. Try to at least do something healthy. I I will make the vow right now that I will attempt one healthy thing a week from here on, and I'll report back. Cool. Yeah, this could be our update to on next week's episode where I just come in and say, "Yep, I it failed." <laughs> we had rice cakes for dinner last night. Rice and, uh, cakes. Everybody's lost uh, fifteen pounds. Uh, well, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and we'll be back with uh, much, much more. Oh yeah, I'm excited about the next few weeks. Watch uh, okay. out! Now. We can't tell you what it's going to be, but uh, I hope you're getting excited too. We are approaching, you know, Thanksgiving. We're approaching the holidays, and uh, we've got some really <laughs> special things lined up for you. I like. Can we do a Thanksgiving episode that's almost just like the opposite of this episode? Like, remember Sweet. all that stuff that we said you probably should avoid? Well, well Thanksgiving, all bets are off. Yeah. That We're gonna give out recipes is for <laughs> candied sweet potatoes and shit. Yeah. Okay, you're gonna need four cups of sugar. We hope you're getting hungry out there. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed listening. If you don't have children, have one. Have one. Catch up. Yeah. We want you to know what we go through. Yeah. The fear. Inside. And guess what's up? Put the food on my plate. That's a 